everybody has a story, and that all of those stories are clear black and white issues, even when we think they are. We wonder, how did this happen? Or what is that like? Or what happens next? Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at IWB Podcast. Beginning on that old podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. Okay, I can't keep doing that anymore. I'm okay, folks. It's all right. My voice is back to normal, mostly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had to do it. I just couldn't. All right. I am Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out, and this is a show where I fuck with you. Uh, no, I, I ramble and rant about whatever the shit's going on in my life. I make fun of weird new shit, and I tell you about podcasts that you need to listen to because you need to listen to more podcasts. Yeah, there. Getting all that shit out of the way. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com or at odddadout on all the social medias. Getting that shit out of the way because sometimes you just don't hang around till the end. Just saying. <laughs> oh. Wow, that actually hurt. How are you doing out there? How you been? Thank you. First of all, I got like tons and tons of oh my god your voice are you okay's from last week <laughs> so thank you for your concern but I, I, why did i say but it's not a but i guess it's just one of those it happens i get sick i start coughing somewhere around the end of me being sick my voice goes and it actually has happened pretty frequently in the course of the show it's like it's, it's up there with me breaking my ribs so, <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty much back to normal. At least my voice is back to normal. I still have a nasty cough and I've still got like sinusy crap going on, which sucks. But on a positive note, nobody else in the house has gotten sick from it. Yay. Which makes me just feel like, oh, why the fuck's it just got to be me? It sucks. But. As, as much as I feel crap right now, still kind of, and it's still really draining, I'm at least functional. I'm at least getting up and going and doing and, and catching up on shit that I need to do. Because realistically, last week I didn't get shit done. And I was talking about on last week's show how I was trying to record these lines for 2000 DC. And I couldn't, couldn't, like between hiccups and sick and busy with other stuff. I just couldn't. And so, yeah, that was, that, that was kind of a thing. I finally managed to get to it and I finally got that shit recorded and it's off and sent away off into audio drama sitcom land to come at your ear holes starting in October when the show comes back. But yeah, so I'm excited about that. That was fun. And it was such a fun thing to do, but other than that, I've, I've not, it's just been like house cleanup. It's been a lot of editing work and house cleanup just because uh, again, being sick, not much I could do. It was a lot of sleeping and a lot of, of Sam letting me sleep and like, no daddy, you need to rest here. Like, and he'd sit with, he would sit with me in bed with my laptop or my, my old laptop. And he'd sit there watching Netflix cartoons and letting me rest, which is really awesome. And you know, I'm sure it was just a, hey, dad, I want to sit there on your laptop and watch Netflix. Here, you lay down. Lay down, daddy. Everything will be fine. I'm not going to mess with anything hacking into Chinese military, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He's four. I don't know what he's going to do. But it's otherwise just been kind of, I, I don't want to say what's uneventful, I guess. I mean, we had a food truck festival. It's the first one of this season over this last weekend because they, for the most part, they don't do the, like the Sunday monthly food truck stuff that we normally go to. They don't do that through the worst part of the summer because you know, it's 115 degrees outside and people are sitting there in these trucks with these kitchens and all the, 
all of that. It's like, it, it's murder. It's got to be like 150 degrees in those kitchens if it's this hot out. So it's finally cooling down. We're into fewer triple digit days than, than not. And I think we've only got maybe one or two days this week in the hundreds. And it finally getting, and it feels so weird. It's one of those things when you're used to the weather being 100, 110, 115, 120, when you're used to that, that's fucking hot. I don't care who you are. That is fucking hot. And I have a pretty, I mean, I, I grew up in the desert stuff, so I'm, I have a pretty good tolerance for the heat. I can go out when it's 120 degrees and mow the yard. I'm okay. Really. But it's still hot. And you get into a car, you're still sweating your face off. And it sucks. But, and it's even with the air conditioning, because there's a point where your air conditioning just isn't as efficient as it needs to be. Especially when you're like me and you have an older car. My van, the AC isn't great. I've had it redone not too long ago, but it's not great. What can I say? So it's still hot. It's still hot as fuck. But once you get down to about 100 and you get, it's like when you've gotten used to 115, suddenly 99 is very comfortable. Yeah, I mean this. And if you've lived in this, if you've lived in that triple digits all summer long, you know, overnight lows in the 90s, (laughs) when you've lived in that, 95 is very comfortable temperature. (laughs) There are some people who are like, what the hell? What the air gets that hot? What? Yeah, it gets that hot. But once you're out, when, when you're, when you grow up at it and you're used to it, yeah, 95 isn't that bad, really. Like out here when it's in the seventies, people are putting on sweaters. So, you know, I have friends who live on the East Coast who wear shorts when it's 70 degrees outside because for them that's warm versus me who needs a sweater at 70 degrees. So, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just people, how they grow up. But yeah, they, they started up the food truck thing for the fall again. And it was nice. It was It was different because this time it's not being put on by the group that normally would do it. I don't know what the situation was that resulted in the change, but now they're being done by the city rather than by the food truck group union organization, whatever they are that organized all the stuff before. So there were normally there's maybe 10, 12 trucks this time there were like six. They were all good trucks and we we were able to get stuff from most of them. Uh, There's like one that we look at and we're like, no, we've looked at their menu. We know we don't, nah. it's like everything, it's like they're, they're basically just reheating like Costco frozen shit. It was like, oh, it's, we have mozzarella sticks and, and, and chicken nuggets. And it was like everything on their menu basically could be frozen stuff that's reheated and then like sauces to go with it. I'm like, that, nah, that's bullshit. Sorry. It's like, it's all snack food and stuff like that. And frozen breaded wings. The obviously frozen breaded wings and mozzarella sticks and fries and and just stuff like that. And I'm just like, no, I'm I'm I could make this at home. I I you know I, I'm not interested. So yeah, we we tend to avoid that truck, but for the most part, you know, we go get our our fancy big ass grilled cheeses and our fucking our fresh lemonades and fresh you know, and ice cream and mustache pretzels and all of the things that we get because that's what we do. And the boys play, you know, we have a, a beanbag toss game and brought the football and do all the fun stuff, you know, hang out, listen to a bad local band because, oh my God, are they bad? They, I, I hope they're not the ones here. Every, every, every time they do this, there's a, there's live music. And for a few times, they've had this one band I'm not going to name, but they're not so great. I mean, the band, musically, they can play well enough. But as far as singing goes, their their song selection mixed with their vocal abilities just doesn't line up. <laughs> and, uh, somebody needs to tell the female singer in this group 
to back away from the microphone because she's like eating the mic and you just hear the whole time. And because I now have this pop screen, I can't actually do that maneuver, which is good. But yeah, she's like, when we pulled up, we could hear them playing and hear her singing and we just hear the fuzz of her basically like singing mouth on the microphone and then they were like, oh, well, you know, it's so hot out here. It's really distorting our, our speakers. Everything's getting overheated. So maybe when it cools down, I was like, no, you just have bad mic technique. Trust me. Step back. <laughs> but and, and, yeah, but th- th- it's fun to go do. And we honestly, we have a, we have, <laughs> we actually have a lot of fun making fun of them as they're going through their song choices. And when they do like a country classic, my wife is just like, if they ruin this, I'm going to go up there and stab them <laughs> like, like, and they ruin it. And, and, and it, it takes everything for her just, just sitting there building up a little ball of rage, not to go up and yell. It may also be why we sit so far away from the band also because it's loud if you're really close but yeah <laughs> but it's fun and yeah but it, it was it was a it was okay it wasn't as cool as the other times we've gone because of just a smaller selection of trucks and the crowd was a lot smaller which is nice because i didn't have to fucking stand in line for 20 minutes to get a fucking lemonade yeah but it was also hot in it as we left early because of the whole you know, it's a Sunday and boys have school and need to take showers and make lunches and do all that stuff before bed. So we left early. It's like we got there right when it started. We got our food. We basically ate dinner. We hung out for a little while, got some ice cream and got out of there. Yeah, but you know, and, and it was kind of a standard day. It's just one of those, you know, working, 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 you know, <laughs> do the thing. And, and I'm still... Like I said, I'm still sneezy and 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 I got a ugly cough and you know sinusy crap. I don't have a fever. My voice is back mostly, and I can I can do the things that I want to do and I can talk in a normal voice. If this is anything resembling a normal voice to you, you're on www. Is that the right number? I don't even remember. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just been. It's other than that been kind of uneventful. It's just been, you know, being sick, I'm not doing much. <laughs> I, I really spend most of my time sitting here at the computer working on editing stuff or trying to catch up on rest. But that's about it because just tired and I, I, I want this shit to go away because I'm tired of being so tired. And it doesn't help that the medication makes me more tired. Which, you know, when I'm going to work, I basically end up by the end of, by the time I'm getting to work, all of my meds for the day have worn off. So I'm feeling like complete shit while I'm at work because the meds make me sleepy. So I really can't take them while I'm at work, which sucks. So yeah, my nights suck. <laughs> it's like going, I'm glad my workload this week is light because man, I'm fucking tired. Just like. Across the board, tired. So, oh, speaking of which, I'm going to stop. I'm going to take a break. Play you some promos and I will be right back with the news. Okay, Dimitri, remember, we're announcing the second season of 2000 DC. Action! Hey, it's your boy Dimitri announcing season two of the satirical sitcom podcast, 2000 DC. Okay, okay, um, one request. Say it a little, I don't know, better? (laughs) What do you mean by better, Alex? I don't know, say it again, but like, softer, so it's more approachable, you know, your loving guy. Hey everyone, I'm Dimitri here announcing, uh... Cut, cut, cut. (laughs) Maybe a little louder. Action. Hey everyone! You know what, actually, scratch, scratch the yelling... How about we try it this time? Suave. Give me with that suave vibe. Hey, everyone. Even worse, I'm so sorry I even asked. 
maybe we shouldn't worry so much about it and just skip to the part where we tell people about what platforms they can find the show on. I mean, sure, we can sit here and say, you can find 2000 DC, a sitcom podcast on Podbean and various other platforms. That is the important part. (laughs) I want this title up in headlights. I want to hear people think, huh, that's going to be the bee's knees. We've been at this for three days, man. Three days. And it might be four with that attitude. Okay, ready? (sighs) From the top? From the top. (laughs) Hi, my name's Chris, and I don't need to tell you that this world can be a dark and negative place. And we all know that it's hard to stay positive, especially if you're going it alone. I believe the more we learn to enjoy the world around us, the better off we'll be. To make matters easier, I've learned that everything is better with a friend, even more so with a passionate friend. That's why I host the new podcast, I Like to Like Things. Each episode will feature ordinary people sharing their extraordinary love for, you guessed it, a thing. Everyone's got something they're passionate about. Whether it's a TV show, a sports team, a musical artist, a certain cuisine, or an outdoor activity. Whatever that thing is, I want my guests to share their enthusiasm and teach me and you about what they love. With their help, we can make the world a little brighter, a little friendlier, and a little more enjoyable, one episode at a time. Look for I Like to Like Things on your favorite podcast provider. there no theme for the news this week there really wasn't there wasn't a lot uh, most of the stuff was just kind of meh so no theme just some weird shit starting off with a man gets fired from work after missing 400 days in about two years yeah four hundred days of work in two years 300 of those days were in 2016 alone the fuck know what the best part of all this is this guy is suing for unfair dismissal huh (laughs) are you stupid or something dude you basically missed half of your work for two years and you expect to not get fired? I'm wondering what the fuck took so long. Well, how in the hell did this guy, and he basically used up all his like sick, he was getting sick pay. And I think that's what they're, they're basically saying like their argument was, which is like, come on, seriously, you needed an argument at this point saying that he was not reliable they could not count on his work to get done because he was constantly out sick and it's used like all this sick time and had abused the sick time policy. And I guess he put in for sick pay for all of this. And he ended, he claimed that he had stress and it was anxiety and depression and had some personal issues after he had been assaulted Back in 2012, so four years later, now he's having more issues with, oh, I need more time away and blah, blah. I was like, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not wanting to diminish if this guy's having, you know, anxiety and depression and, and issues from anything happening. But, you know, you, you if especially if he is seeing and he says he's seeing getting therapy and all this stuff, but. You're still missing work, dude. You're still not going to work and you're getting paid. That's the thing. Basically, their big thing is, hey, you're taking unauthorized leave. You aren't giving any like any medical documentation showing you are in the hospital. You're being treated for something. You have no certification that you are sick or being treated or there's any medical reason for you to take leave. And he's picked up a 19 grand in sick pay 
No, dude, you're fucking fired. Sorry, you're not showing up to work. You're getting fucking fired. You can't sue them and say, oh, I was wrongfully dismissed. No, you weren't. You were dismissed way too fucking late. He should have been fired back in 2016 when he was taking excessive leave. Unless you got the paperwork, you know, and this is in Ireland. So the difference being here would be like FMLA or extended uh, medical leave. You know, if you get sick for an extended period of time, a lot of companies have a policy where like, oh, you take leave and like they, and they, they can guarantee your job for X amount of period of time because, Hey, you're out for a medical reason, not, you know, and in some cases they're like, Hey, sorry, we can't save your job. The work needs to get done. You know, good luck on your, your recovery, whatever. But you got to go through the process. You got to do the paperwork. If you're not doing the paperwork, sorry, you're getting fucking fired. I don't care where you work. You're, if you're not doing the work and you're putting in sick pay and getting paid sick pay and you're not filing the appropriate paperwork for you to receive that sick pay, fuck you. You're getting, you're getting fired. And I would not be surprised if after all of this crap, the, the company turns around and sues him or they counter sue in this case through his, uh, his unjust firing. If they counter sue and say, you owe us 19 grand for unauthorized sick pay. Yeah. I, I, I really don't understand how this went on for so long. It just, that that's the part that's crazy to me is 400 sick days in about two years from the end of 26 from like 300 days in 2016 and through like into 2017. And they didn't fire him until 2018. He was just constantly taking, ah, fuck dude. He should have been gone a long time ago. Especially again, especially if he's not doing the fucking paperwork. Come on. Uh, Moving from weird and what the hell to seriously, and this, this could have gone last week with what were you thinking? And I, I, I did some uh, creative liberties with this title. Idiot tries to fight a grizzly bear. Pretty sure anybody who tries to, to reads this would say, no, idiot tries to fight a grizzly bear and gets fined $4,000. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this dumb fuck. Basically, is at a national park and he starts throwing rocks and shit at a bear and antagonizing a fucking bear because he wants to fight a bear because he's a dumb shit. Well, he gets arrested because guess what? It's illegal to fuck with bears. Yeah. This dude you know, rips his shirt off and it's not a an adult bear because that would be just insane. It, that wouldn't be stupid. That'd be insane. So this dude gets up like, you know, making boxing like, oh, I'm going to fight the bear. Charges the fucking bear. They're th- and of course they're filming this because why not? And yeah, fucking guy. Uh, I, you know, if this if this story was man gets mauled because he tried to fight a bear. You know, it, it, it really come on. At the, at the end of the day, that's that he's lucky he walked away with a four thousand dollar fine. Because, yeah, dumb fuck. Because I don't care if it's a young grizzly or you know full grown, gonna eat your face in one bite grizzly. It's really fucking dumb to try and box a grizzly bear who's got claws the length of your fingers. And a head the size of your chest, it will kill you. It will kill you dead by accident. Cause you dumb. Be glad you walked away. And yeah, you're getting fined four thousand dollars because you're a fucking idiot. <sighs> Believe it or not, not the jackass of the week. Although in honor of one that I was presented with, I'm gonna I'm giving an honorable mention this week. <laughs> I don't normally call it 
I don't do a lot of calling out celebrities on this anymore. I used to a bit more, but this one's for you, Paul. This morning, like literally like a half an hour before I started sat down here to record the show this week, Paul Chomo from Varmints posted up in the oddballs group on Facebook, Moby, this singer, the artist, musician, whatever you want to call him, Moby gets a vegan for life neck tattoo, big ass black block letters straight down his neck, vegan for life. What the fuck? Okay. There's dumb tattoos. That's just a dumb fucking tattoo. I mean, generally a neck tattoo is dumb anyway. There's very few cases where a neck tattoo or a face tattoo is a good idea and not stupid. But in the case of, hey, you're Moby, it's not like you have to go to work in an office. So yeah, fine. Get a fucking neck tattoo. Get a stupid neck tattoo. He's also a card carrying member of PETA. He's been a vegan for like fucking 30 something years. Like fine. Yes, you've been vegan for like 80% of your life. Fine. Do you need to tattoo that on your neck? Really? Is that necessary? No. Don't be a jackass. And uh, and I'll, I'll say, it's like, I, I've heard interviews with Moby. He's an interesting guy. He's got some crazy stories. The dude, I mean, especially from like in the 90s when he was really big and he was just fucking strung out on drugs and shit all the time. He did some crazy shit. And the, the dude just, he had issues when he was, when he was drugged out he had some problems. That doesn't change the fact that he is still one of those really pretentious artists. Like I'm not a musician. I'm an artist. Like nobody cares, man. You haven't been relevant since the mid nineties. And now you just seem like a tool. And there's a lot of, a lot of musicians, especially those that came out of the nineties that were like that. And they're like, they were groundbreaking. Now you're just pretentious because they don't realize that people stopped caring about what you say when you stopped making catchy music. Nobody cares, Moby. Nobody cares that you're a vegan. Just like in general life, announcement all vegans. Nobody cares. Nobody. Nobody fucking cares that you're vegan. (laughs) What's the joke? How can you tell the vegan in the room? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Yeah. Fucking vegans, shut the fuck up. Just be. Vegan is up there with just about every really pretentious, like uh, anybody who's an extreme something. Like if you're an extreme uh, feminist, if you're an extreme liberal, if you're an extreme conservative, if you're an extreme, uh, well, you're one of those like fucking Westboro Baptist Church fucking type Christians. You know, those people that walk around with a Bible and people that are sitting, you know, or, you know, you're never seen not protesting something. Your clothes are made of so much hemp. You have to walk around with a medical marijuana card, shit like that. You know, those assholes, nobody fucking cares. You don't have to announce your whatever. Just live. Nobody cares. It's all about you. You have to draw attention to yourself. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a vegan. Nobody fucking cares. Does it matter you're a vegan? We're on a roller coaster. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> if you're at a if you're at a restaurant and you're like, "Hey, I'm vegan. Is there a vegan option for me on the menu while I'm ordering my food here at this restaurant that I didn't initially pick?" Fine. Like, hey, I'm just looking for something I can eat here on this here menu. Fine. Don't know why I'm going with this voice. Fine. But to literally paint it on your neck 
just to basically walk around announcing it's like putting just paint loser on your fucking face. Just put it, just put it on your forehead, you know, or you could do just put the L on your head. Cause or you jackass, just put jackass on your forehead because that's what it is. It's just super pretentious. That's what it is. It's just being super pretentious. Walker, it's it's people walking around with fucking any any shirt. People do it. Shirts or tattoos or whatever the fuck announcing some aspect of their personality or or anything about themselves and announcing it to the fucking world like the world cares. Yeah. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Because guess what? Nobody cares. People are too fucking self-absorbed. Nobody gives a shit about you. They're too worried about themselves. Okay. And guess what? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. You're a vegan. Good for you. You're a vegan. I don't care why you're a vegan. I've known people who were vegan for health reasons for like, hey, no, I have a health condition that makes it problematic for me to eat animal-based foods. So I've just decided to go completely vegan. And you know what? Fine. It just means you're not eating a steak or I need to make, you know, something different for you at the barbecue. Whatever. That's fine. I have a brother-in-law who's a vegetarian. I don't think he's full vegan, but either way. Like, yeah, it just means that Whenever they come over for a family get together, I have to make something special just for him. And honestly, sometimes other people will eat it too. Why? Because it's fucking there because it's food. But yeah, that's just nobody cares. Stop announcing people, whole world. Stop announcing your bullshit. Nobody fucking cares. Again, and I'm referring not just to the vegans. I'm not just picking on the vegans. I also mean the extremely political people you don't have to walk around with a fucking t-shirt with a flag on it or you know walking or walking around in public with your pussy hats or any of any of that bullshit or any of the like no stop it you don't like if you're gay you don't have to walk around in the assless chaps you know unless it's the pride parade fine because it's kind of what you do there but You know, you don't have to advertise some part of your personality or your identity. You just don't. You don't. Just be you. Just be Steve. Just be Dave. Just be Cheryl. Just be Moby. Or whatever the fuck his actual name is. Doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, you just have to not be an asshole. (laughs) And like vaguely not be an asshole you can even be like me and be kind of an asshole and still get away with shit but guess what i don't walk around advertising my religion i don't walk around advertising my political beliefs i don't walk around advertising my dietary selection although the fact that i always wear leather boots might kind of give away that i'm not vegan but that's just because i like the look of leather black leather boots what of it shut up I like me some, some, some cows are tasty and they look nice too. Saying <laughs> any vegans right now that were listening. Okay. They shut off a long time ago. Fuck it. Just be you. Just be a good person. Don't be a dick. Fuck it. I'm not even going to cover the other story. I've talked about this too much. <laughs> ah, there's it. Moby and your advertising t- fucking vegan neck tattoo. Congratulations, Paul. You promoted him to the jackass of the week. Okay. After all that, I'm going to play some more promos. I'm going to rest my voice for a couple of minutes. Drink some coffee because, you know, that's supposed to not be good for my voice at all. But I will be right back with this week's recommended listening feature. The Rise of King of Silas. Here's a few reasons why you should be listening to the Unwritable Rant podcast with host Juliet Miranda. She can tell a great story. If you can't play dead, play drunk. And it works, I swear. (laughs) She interviews celebrities that have great stories. 
if, if we have a cousin that's kind of strange, we don't we don't put them away or tuck them away. We set them on an old dryer out in the front yard with alcohol and let them wave at people. <laughs> right, right. And then you tell your friends about it. And she's tolerant and loves kids. So these kids go running up after the ball, and I stand up and I yell, kids die in the street all the time. So head on over to theunwritablerant.com and listen to the show. Recommended listening. It is written, the meek shall inherit the earth, but not on my watch. I am King Asylus. I wasn't born to be a king, but America needed something democracy could no longer give her. And so, like a chess master, I made my moves with anticipation and bravado. This is not just my story, nor simply about my rise to power. This is a story about our world and the monsters that control governments. What happens when the monsters cannot control me? The Rise of King Osiris. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Visit theriseofkingosilus.com. When America faced its ultimate crisis, the Second Civil War, a leader emerged that unified the fractured country. However, in order to reunite all the warring states, he had to restructure the government and restore order. In doing so, the country changed from a democracy to a monarchy. Reluctantly, General Asilus Roman became America's first king. This is the story of King Asilus an American patriot who became the center of the country's most definitive time in history and the people he trusts during his reign as America's first absolute ruler. And that is the official story of the rise of King Asylus, which really just is like a preamble to the entire what the hell that goes on in this show. So I've just finished this last weekend listening to the entire first two seasons. Season three is going to be starting on Halloween 2019. And man, shit just went crazy in the in the season two finale. It they I think in wrestling this would be called a swerve. <laughs> everything went from everything one path one path one path one path and then at the end the twist ending of season two was what the fuck but backtracking so if you didn't catch all of the the narration part of that so rise of king asylus is an audio drama i don't want to say post-apocalyptic because it's not so much post-apocalyptic but it's near future I don't recall if there's any actual dates given anywhere as far as like a time frame, which is good because it gets really gloom and doom when you sit there and say, oh, the second civil war in 2025, but in a not too distant future where political shit has just hit the fan and the U.S. has erupted into a full blown second civil war among the various political parties and different ideologies and blah, blah, blah. And people suck second civil war. Um, ultimately this general is the one because at the time the president's kind of a bitch. And so this general Asilus goes out and he ends the war and I'm not going to spoil too much, but he ends the war. He is the one that reunites the country and says, you know what? Fuck it. Democracy was fucked. It led to all of this shit. As of today, we're a fucking monarchy and I'm the king. And anybody who has a problem with that, fuck you. Not so many words, but it's basically how it, 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 it starts. 
and brings the country together and, and, and does a lot of great things. And it's interesting the way the story is because there, there's a lot of political uh, commentary within the story and there's a hard religious overtone, but it's not a hundred percent. Like when you look at how it's written, it's not necessarily written to sit there shoving religion in your face. Like it's not trying to tell you because the King of Silas as a character is a devout Catholic and the spoilers, they're literally his, his opposition in the entire of everything. He is basically a soldier for God. And there are literal demons out there being controlled by the literal devil and aliens and monster crazy shit. And it's so I'm, I'm dropping hints of spoiler shit, but without context, it really doesn't matter. But there's aliens and demons and monsters and the devil and fucking all this shit. Is, and it's all real. And he knows it. And there's all this craziness. And the, the, the crazy escalates. But there, there's still that religious overtone because he believes he is a soldier for God. And everything he is doing is in the name of God and based on the Bible and the, the, the commandments and, and things like that. And it's interesting because it's all right there in his religion, like a Silas's religion and his faith is a fundamental part of the character and how he creates the new United States or the, the new kingdom of America as it's called. And it, it it's interesting how it's done in the show because he's not uh, JV Torres is the creator. It's, He's not shoving religion in your face. Like, look at how much better, you know, he's not shoving the Jesus in your face, making you want to go out to church. It's not like that. Because honestly, if it was, and it was sitting there being super political preachy and super church preachy, I'd have shut the shit off. I would not have gone because if you haven't figured out, I don't like people preaching to me. I don't like people trying to tell me how to be and what to think. And, and advertising their shit. I just went through a whole rant about that. So, you know, there, there's very obvious tones of, of political uh, commentary and religious commentary. But also, you know, there, there's, there's, there, all of the characters are fundamentally flawed in some way. And they're, they're very well-developed characters who have a lot of complexity. And, like, as you get... There's so many fucking characters too. I honestly, like, I have a hard time keeping a lot of the characters straight. And it may be because I binged the entire thing in a very short period of time. And it's 30 episodes and a lot of story and a very complex story to take in. And as you know, they're going through liberating the rest of the world and you know, how issues with the, the, monsters and the demons and the aliens and all of the crazy and the the different countries of the world and how different countries of the world react to America has a king and what countries are aligned with the demons and the monsters and the aliens because the kind of Illuminati-esque the demons and the monsters and the aliens have actually been controlling shit and pulling the strings of the world governments for forever and Silas basically turns on them. Essentially, that's the big. The, that's the biggest spoiler I'm going to give you. That's the, basically the main plot thread. Is Silas was part of that group. He was a big general and and part of that group of, of string pullers. And he turned on them because he was a devout Catholic, and they were literally being influenced by the devil, by the literal devil. And watching it, like when you look at it, it's crazy when you look at the way the story is played out and the way this story develops and you're like, this is, this is one of those stories where, you know, people who believe that the matrix is real, like that believe we are all actually in a simulation and people who believe in the Illuminati actually run the world. And it's kind of like taking that, you know, if you've ever heard the conspiracy about 
the like British Royals and the Illuminati and all this stuff. And oh, they're all reptilian aliens. It's basically co-opting that <laughs> to a certain degree. It kind of co-opts that whole idea of the world governments are all run by reptilian alien overlords who, you know, the, the forward facing government and elections and all that's a sham. The entire world is actually run by reptilian aliens who control us and blah, 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 blah. And it kind of takes that and works in the religious element of it. And it works in a lot of other stuff and crazy science and technology and supernatural. And there's crazy science and technology and supernatural elements and religious elements. And, and, and it's so crazy. There's so much that goes on. And, but it's such a great story and the twists and the turns and the holy shit, what was that? And the use of music is great too. There's always music and the, you know, I, when I listen to an audio drama now, I, for the most part, they're all one X speed versus everything else. that's it's like two X, but so I slow it down and I listen to it and the, because things like sound design and, and music are really important and really help tell the story. And he does such a great job with that. And the use of, and, and sort of a night veil esque way, how, indie music is incorporated into the show. And so kind of out of nowhere to a certain degree, you'll have a song like a full song or a big chunk of a song just play through and it come in some episodes. There's more than one, but it always fits the tone of the, of the actions going on in the story at the time. And it makes for a nice little break in the show. I mean, you could take it out and it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't affect the story, but it definitely helps with really expressing the emotion and and feelings of the situation and the actions and everything that's going on in the story at the time. So the, the sound design is great. And it is like every other audio drama and a new producer. The earlier episodes, it's not as strong as it went along as you get into season two. It, it's really refined and it, it's cleaned up a lot and you know, like I have like every podcast because I'm, I do this every week for a couple of years now. And I sit there and I can nitpick and critique like, yeah, I, I, I will say <laughs> it seems like every time a Silas is kind of giving a, a dramatic speech, he has this really dramatic music. And sometimes the overly dramatic music can kind of get a little too much for me. I'm like, really? Like it doesn't, the, the music starts getting to be so overpowering and big and we're like, like da, 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 da. And it's like it, it, it's not really necessary just because he's he's being serious, but that's just me and and because every, every I've got to critique everything. What can I say? But <laughs> but there's there's not a lot of faults I can find in this show. It's a great show. Again, the sound design is great. The writing is amazing. The the voice acting is amazing. Um, I will to a certain some characters ham it up a little bit. But I think it's just kind of a character choice that this is just a very dramatic character and they, they have a certain way of speaking, just like everybody has a certain way of speaking, just like I have 20 ways of speaking all at different times. <sighs> but yeah, that's just, I think it's all just character choices, but yes, it's just such a great show. And it's and I, I'm, the fact that I'm getting more into audio drama. And I think it's, it's just more of the, because I like stories and I think in part of the, because I want to participate in more audio drama, I want to, I, I, I listen to more of it and, and listen to more voice actors acting in doing these parts. And I think that's, that's why I'm more drawn to audio dramas now is, is wanting to uh, listen to the actors acting, <laughs> but yeah, it, but even, anyway, my whatever the hell aside awesome show the rise of king of silas first two seasons are out and done and you need to binge through those quickly because you've only got about a month till season three starts and seriously when you get to that season two finale and you know big twist shit hits the fan ending yeah you're going to be like, 
fuck, I can't wait till season three. And right now I'm in that mode because now I've got like a month to wait until season three starts. And I'm like, fuck, how is this going to pay off? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm like right now I'm with, with King of Silas, like I was with girl in space waiting for that new episode. It's like, I know it's coming. You know, at least with this, I know the date. I know when it's coming. It's going to be, it's hitting on, on Halloween. So I'm, I'm excited because I know when it's coming out. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. So that is the rise of King of Silas at the rise of King of Oh yeah. While you're there, they made it a book. Yeah. You can buy it as a book. I don't know the details of how far into the story that the book goes, but it's also a book, so look into that as well. Again, at TheRiseOfKingOfSilas.com Before I go, I do want to remind you that National Podcast Post Month is coming up, and I am looking for guests. I am trying to do 30 interviews for the full 30 days of November for National Podcast Post Month, and I need guests. I need people to come and talk to me about podcasting. It's really, it, it's going to be like a big survey, really. We're going to talk about what got you into podcasting, what's your favorite shows, what what's the one show that you would recommend to other people to get started, all of that fun stuff, just because I'm me and I love talking about podcasting. So that's what I'm looking for. If you are interested, hit me up. On the social medias, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at OddDadOut. Of course, you can just email me, show at OddDadOutPodcast.com. Speaking of King of Silas, I have the man himself, J.B. Torres, will be part of this, along with Chris from Play Comics, Derek from Rolling Misadventures and Life World, Natalie from Some Kind of Brown and a Girl in Her Horror, Matt Sanderson from Nooks and Crannies, Heather Welch from Sunshine and Power Cuts, and more that I I haven't confirmed with yet, but that's not enough. That's not nearly enough. I need 30 people. So if you want to be a part of this and come on and talk podcasting with me, hit me up in all the places. Like I said, on the socials at Odd Dad Out email. Click the contact tab on the website, odddadoutpodcast.com. If you want to be part of this, I am going to be reaching out to other people. I guess there's other people I just haven't confirmed yet, but I need people. I need 30 people. Holy shit. That's a lot of interviews to do. So we need to get on it. So I've already told you all the places. Subscribe to the show. Share it with your friends. Share it with whoever. If you feel awesome, leave a review or donate on Patreon or buy me a coffee or donate on PayPal or all those things. Whatever the hell you feel like doing. And until next week, oddballs, thank you and good night.